multi-instrumentalist John Jorgensen has been passionate about many musical styles from a young age. Classical, bluegrass, jazz, rock, and country interest him equally, and his three-CD release, De Virtuoso, reflects his wide range. His work with Elton John, Bonnie Raitt, and Bob Dylan further illustrates his embrace of many styles. We discussed it all, including the band John and I had together early in our careers, and played together on stage at the Clayton Center for the Arts in Maryville, Tennessee, where we recorded today's show. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Saxophonist Harry Allen and guitarist James Chirillo join John Jorgensen and me on I Found New Baby. I'm on piano and John Jorgensen is on clarinet. Thank you. 
I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired, recorded on stage at the Clayton Center for the Arts in Maryville, Tennessee. I'm on piano here with guitarist James Chirillo, saxophonist Terry Allen, and my guest, John Jorgensen, on clarinet. So, John, this is exciting having you here. After well, we've all these talked years. about it for quite a long time, a long and so time. I'm, I'm really glad that it has come together. And exactly. When's the last time we saw each other? It's many years ago. In the 90s, maybe? Yeah, I think it was the 90s. Um, I was playing at Madison Square Garden for a run of shows with Elton John. I toured with him for six years, and I looked in the paper and I saw at the Knickerbocker Judy Carmichael playing, and I said to my wife, We have to go down and, and see her. I know her from forever ago, and in fact, I remember the first couple times you came to New York to play. Um, I think you were playing at Michael's Pub, maybe? I was playing at Hanratty's Uptown. Hanratty's, that's right. This was the first one of those kind of clubs. I think maybe the first or second time you came, I also came out and sat in with you and played a little bit. Believe it or not, we worked at Disneyland together. As a pianist, of course, I was in one spot, but the other bands were always strolling around Disneyland. We were very fortunate because we were there at a time when there was lots of music. This was out in California in Anaheim. And so different bands would come by and sit in with me, and we would do that, and you'd bring your band by. But talk about it because your, your activities at Disneyland really are kind of an epitome of what this show is about because I think that the arts all feed each other. I don't think they should be as separated as they usually are. People are always putting you in a box. Right. And in your case, you were fortunate enough to, well, you changed costume and play different music. So talk about this. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, it was a very unusual band. I mean, the, the, the first time I worked at Disneyland, I think I was 17. And they were supposed to send me to Orlando to work, but I was too young to cross state lines to work even in, in a union situation. So they kept me in California, and, and I was playing uh, the electric guitar in a show group. And, um, and then later on, at this particular time when I met Judy, I was playing in a band that had three different identities. In the morning, we would dress up sort of like cowboys, and we would play bluegrass music. Uh, I would play the mandolin. And we would play in, in the areas of Disneyland that, that that fit, frontier land and bear country and such. And then in the midday, we changed clothes into sort of modified zoot suits and kind of a 30s look. And we played swing music in New Orleans Square area. And then in, in, later in the afternoon, in, in, that, in that group, I played the guitar. And then later in the afternoon, we dressed up like Roaring Twenties. With, with really horrible outfits. Uh, you had knickers, I remember. Knickers, yes. He that, made it look as good as it could look, people. Big, it wasn't a good big, outfit. Big, exaggerated, baggy ones, though, and, and argyle knee socks and the whole thing. So that was my least favorite costume. <laughs> but that music, we would play kind of Roaring Twenties, sort of, you know, kind of flashy Dixieland music. And, and that's where I played the clarinet uh, in the soprano sax. So... For us, it was a really good way to learn a lot of repertoire. Because we worked long hours. We were there. For, I was there for seven. Were yeah, you seven, seven hours? hours seven hour days of playing music, and, if you can and, imagine. Yeah, and five days a week in the winter and six days a week in the summer. So that's a lot of hours of playing. And I, I felt bad for you because you had to play most of the time by yourself. Exactly. Which is, you know, can be... Very hard. It's very... You, you've worked out everything. Yeah. And... Uh, it's funny, I've talked to other solo pianists or solo people or solo guitar, and 
you, you just you've played everything you possibly can, and you get you start turning in on yourself. You can go crazy. <laughs> well, and so what? What you know? I was lucky because not only did I have these other musicians to play with me, but we got to change instruments and styles. So in a given day, we would play cover a lot of different styles of music, which was fun. And then also we would come by and jam, you right. know, with Judy. And uh, so that that would be something that both of us would look forward to. Absolutely. You know, a little camaraderie, Absolutely. a little bit of change it up. It sounds different musically. So I did that for a number of years. How long were you at Disneyland? That probably on and off for 13 years. Yeah, a long time. And that particular job was about eight years, I think. Mm. And so most of the time it was during the day. So I would play these three different styles of music and different instruments during the day. And then at night, uh, I would drive up to Hollywood and play with yet other styles of right. bands, rockabilly or rock and roll or sometimes uh, 30s swing as yep. well. There was a pretty healthy swing kind of scene yeah, in, in yeah. Los Angeles at the time. And um, a couple of clubs that we played out and a lot of our friends. There was a, we did. Yeah, it was a, it was a very good time in the it was a good early time. 80s, early to mid-80s. Yeah, very, there was a lot nice. of music. And I think that you used all those things. And I want to talk about it because we did gigs together as well. We had a duo. Yep. We, did, we had a, a crazy place on Melrose that we played. Nucleus Nuance. Only in L.A. would something be called the Nucleus Nuance. Co-owned by Joni Mitchell. That's right. You remember that? I had yeah. forgotten that. That's right. And all these movie stars came in. And I love it, too, because John and I were very serious about this. I mean, we joked around. But it was music. We're into the music. Yeah, this is music. This it's is music. important. And the maitre d', the, his purpose was to have to cater to the movie stars. Yeah. And he would bring up different people to meet us. And I would go... Get me on the break. Get me on the break. And I'm playing away. And uh, one memorable time, you should tell them, because this is funny. He kept well, coming up and saying, okay. they want to meet you. They want to meet you. And I was, get away. So, well, there, as I remember, there was not that many people in the club. Uh, but I do remember John Voigt was there watching. And you could really notice him because there was not that many people. So, right, right. anyway, anyway um, we're, we're playing a, a song not unlike what we just played. Um, and it was just the two of us. So when I'm playing a solo, uh, Judy's backing me on the piano. And all of a sudden, I'm kind of in the middle of it, and all, everything stops. It's only me. And I look over like, what? what? And, and she's signing an autograph for Michael Douglas. <laughs> and I thought, okay, this is simultaneously the coolest thing I've ever seen and the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Could not wait till the song's over, perhaps. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I want to talk about your new CD, which is a culmination of all these things we're talking about, because as long as I've known you, you've been interested in all these kinds of music. But something that's really impressed me is your passion for each of these. You really lead distinct, different lives in different worlds. So talk yeah. about that. I think that's fascinating. Well, yeah, it's true. And, and I think I, I grew up, uh, both my parents were classical music educators. My father was a conductor. My mother still is a piano teacher. At in her 88. Late eight, yeah, yeah, 88, number of keys. And uh, so I, I grew up hearing a lot of classical music and then, you know, started studying the piano and the clarinet very young and then started also playing the guitar so I was interested in rock music on the guitar, but already I was in classical music. So, 
even as a young kid, I liked different styles of music. You know, it didn't seem, they didn't seem like different worlds to me. They were just, you know, it's just music, all music. And um, I realized as I was growing up that what I was, what really got my attention was if I heard a style of music that I liked or a sound that I liked, I wanted to figure out how it was made, right? So if it's uh, Django Reinhardt, for example, wow, he sounds so unique. Why? You know, it's, is it the instrument itself, the way it's set up, the type of pick, the way he plays, his fingering, his everything about it, how that fits within the band, what the rhythm section is like, what the other soloists are like, how they're recorded. You know, every little thing creates the overall sound. So that's, what, that's why I would get, when I got into bluegrass music, was like, okay, why does it sound like that? Mm. Yes, there's a mountain sound to it. Yes, you have the five-string banjo, you have these instruments, but each one of them has a role. So I wanted to be really true to each style, not necessarily that I play in the traditional style all the time and in mm. each kind of music, but I want to know where it comes from, where the roots are, how did it get to where it is now, mm -hmm then I can take that music and perhaps put my own spin on it. But if I don't know the roots mm -hmm. and the building blocks of that music, then I don't feel like I can really take it somewhere else. My guest, multi-instrumentalist John Jorgensen on Gina from his CD, From the Crow's Nest. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Today's show was recorded on stage at the Clayton Center for the Arts in Maryville, Tennessee. I remember a time when we were young. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
And after work one day, we're sitting at across the street was the the hang, El Torito, I think, right, was the right. Mexican restaurant, and we, everybody would meet over there after work and complain or you know talk <laughs> the about typical their dreams. Music stuff, yeah, right. exactly. And and I remember telling you at the time said I want to do I want to have a successful album in jazz. I want to have a successful album in bluegrass and I want to have a successful album in rock. So many many years later I, it kind of came back to me that okay, uh I ended up touring for many years with Elton John. During that time I played on some of his recordings and one of them is the best-selling single of all time. Wow. So that kind of did that. And then I got the opportunity to play with Earl Scruggs, who is the, the best banjo player ever. If not for him, we probably wouldn't even know what bluegrass is. With all deference to Bill Monroe, it really was the banjo that I think brought it into everybody's hearts. And so I got to play with him and... Uh, recorded his last album with him, played with him the last time he ever played banjo, and it was also nominated for a Grammy. And so that feels like, okay, I kind of got to do in bluegrass. And then in in 2003, I was called to uh, recreate some music for a film. The the, uh, director wanted to use Django Reinhardt's music, but he didn't want to use the old recordings, Mm. but he wanted it to sound like that. So I got found and and asked, could I recreate that sound? And yes, you know, know, that's what I like to do anyway. So uh, that actually propelled me to... um, to finish an album that I've been working on at the time of, of Gypsy Jazz, Django Reinhardt style music. I got to play Django in the film, uh, playing, playing for uh, Charlize Theron and Penelope Cruz to dance together. Oh which my was word. Quite a nice scene. And, <laughs> and Talk I, about, we're talking about inspiration. Were you inspired? I, yes. It was. <laughs> the director came and said, okay, they're going to be dancing, so we want some reaction shots. And I was like, no problem there. I mean, that's, you know. Django Reinhardt and Stefan Grappelli on You're Driving Me Crazy. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired, recorded on stage at the Clayton Center for the Arts in Maryville, Tennessee. My guest is multi-instrumentalist John Jorgensen. I asked John what he would say to a young musician who had little knowledge about the business but big dreams. I would say definitely go for it. Mm-hmm. Um be ready, you know, like have your skill set ready, you know, play as well as you can, whatever style it is, sing as well as you can, do it as often as possible, do it so much that when you're in a crowded, nervous environment, you can still pull off your hardest licks or your most difficult songs. Um, I would say just take that inspiration 
but be ready for your break because you never know when your break is going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you, and you, you, you have to be ready to jump through that door when it opens. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's such a great message. I love you saying it this way because I just think of you as always working very hard, but with great joy. And that's what I try to tell people that they're, uh, it's when I do master classes and they're all thinking about getting famous and I'm thinking about they need to practice and get that experience. And, and you are always, one who, and still are, one who has great joy around the music, but you were always working. You might not remember this, but you were showing me something on piano once, and I remember my insecurity got the better of me that I didn't, because I don't have a big music education. You were showing me something, and I kind of, you know, got a little, you know, as one does when they get insecure, and you were just like, what are you doing? Stop. I'm showing you this thing. You were like, it was all business. (laughs) You didn't even have time for me to be insecure, and it was fantastic. It was great. You didn't reinforce the the negative aspect. aspect. It was just, there isn't anything big about this. Well, just do it, which I think is a great message. You've reminded me of of, of the other thing that that I, I, I like to tell people that if it's not about the the end point mm. at all, if, if don't even go into music as a profession if you don't like everything about it. If you don't like working on your instrument, if you don't like practicing, if you don't like rehearsing with people, if you don't like setting up, if you don't like getting to the gig, all of these things because that's what takes about ninety five percent of your day. You know, the time that you get to perform on stage is fantastic, but it's just a little part. So if you're going to be miserable the rest of the time, only waiting for that little part, that's not the life for you. Could you play something on mandolin since it's sitting right here just to do a playing thing? Yes. I'm going to play a little bit of uh, a song called John Hardy. I'm just going to play it instrumentally. John Jorgensen on John Hardy. I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Thank you. 
I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Our show is made possible in part with generous support from Steinway & Sons and from East Hampton Indoor Tennis. Eight indoor and 20 outdoor courts in a quiet, beautiful park-like setting. Visit ehit.ws for more information. For a schedule of upcoming programs, visit our website at jazzinspired.com. You can download podcasts of Jazz Inspired free on iTunes and email us at info at jazzinspired.com or visit us on Facebook and Twitter at Stride Queen. To find out more about my CDs and where I'm touring and to sign up for our email newsletter, visit judycarmichael.com. Additional support is provided by Jazz Times Magazine, providing entertaining and provocative coverage of the jazz scene since 1970. On the web at jazztimes.com. Guitarist James Chirillo and saxophonist Harry Allen join John and me on my tune, Boysdale Blues. That's James Chirillo on the first guitar solo. Thank you. 
I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. I'm on piano with saxophonist Terry Allen and guitarist James Cirillo and John Jorgensen. John talked about his recently released box set of three CDs in different styles. The box set is called De Virtuoso, and, and that take goes back to what you were saying, that, that I, I actually care enough about each style to become hopefully virtuosic within the style. That sounds a little bit arrogant, but it's not meant to be. It's just, uh, it, it's just the, the, the amount that I care about each style. So the idea was to combine these three things together, and they were three separate projects that happened to kind of come together uh, to be completed around the same time. And one is a, an album with my quintet, which does gypsy jazz music um, in the style of Django Reinhardt, but a little bit more, uh, with a lot of more world music elements in there. Some flamenco, some Arabic, some Latin, some classical, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, so that is called Returning. That's one of the three. Um, Sonora Spring, this is from the, the John Jorgensen Quintet Returning CD. And uh, this was composed at the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum, oh. which is outside of Tucson. Mm -hmm. Beautiful museum if you ever get to go there. Um, and I was, uh, I was asked to do a concert there, be sort of an artist in residence. And as I stayed there, uh, just the, the beauty of the Arizona Sonora Desert inspired this song. second is my bluegrass band and that cd is called from the crow's nest and i named it that because cheryl crow was so kind enough to let us use her studio listen to that beautiful sound never gone but coming back around you see what this music's done for me. He, he, oh, listen to that beautiful sound. Riding on the airways coming through your radio. It can lift you so high when your spirit's low. Oh, I do believe it's true. Hoping to Then the third is called Gifts from the Flood. And you probably remember in Nashville in 2010, there was a horrible, horrible flood. And I lived there then. Um, all my vintage amplifiers that I had collected for many years were in my basement, which flooded. And then also all of my guitars and, and my touring equipment from, from touring with Elton John and doing sessions over the years, that was in another facility that got flooded. So all of my instruments and things were underwater for a week to two weeks. And some of them were able to be repaired. And when they got repaired and when I was able to play them again, I was so happy. And each one of the instruments gave me songs. And so I recorded all of those songs, mostly on electric guitars, because the electric guitars fared better 
than the acoustic guitars. Most of the acoustics couldn't really be repaired. So that album is more in the rock realm. I'm going to have you do your Django-ish okay. uh, duet, and I don't know what that is. What are you two going to play? Uh, we are going to play uh, a melody. When I was quite young, the first record that I got was from my grandparents, and mm. it was uh, another Disney connection. It was the uh, soundtrack to Fantasia. Oh. And, of course, part of that is the Nutcracker Suite, right. which is Tchaikovsky. Mm-hmm. So even at age four, I knew that I liked Tchaikovsky. I don't. I couldn't pronounce it, but I knew that I liked his melodies. So this is a melody of Tchaikovsky's from Swan Lake. Oh, you really are doing Swan oh, Lake. Oh, yeah. That, that, you thought we were kidding. I did no. because I, I asked him earlier. I thought you were going to do something like, you know, Ultra Fox or one of the Django things, you know. And they said, oh, no, we're working on Swan Lake. And I said, so Harry... My saxophonist, I said, so this is when Harry and I do the interpretive dance. And you said yes. You're and very I thought you were kidding. No. Well, I'll make sure Harry has his tutu on. Yeah. So, okay. But you are doing, I interrupted yeah, you, so no, you are it doing is, this. Yeah, it's a, a melody from, uh, from Swan Lake. Oh, this and, is fantastic. Yeah. So we'll. So please help me welcome James Chirillo. I hope he's back there.
I'm Judy Carmichael, and this is Jazz Inspired. Today's program was recorded on stage at the Clayton Center for the Arts in Maryville, Tennessee. My guests, John Jorgensen, James Chirillo, and Harry Allen, joined me as I sang The Lamp is Low. Dream beside me in the midnight glow. The lamp is low. Dream and watch the shadows come and go. The lamp is low While you linger in my arms My lips will sigh I love you so The sweetest dream you'll ever know. Tonight the moon is high, the lamp is low.
Conversation with John Jordanson recorded on stage at the Clayton Center for the Arts in Maryville, Tennessee. I hope you'll join me here next time when I talk with another creative person about how jazz has inspired their life and work. I'm Judy Carmichael, the host and producer of Jazz Inspired. My production engineer is Curtis Heidoff. You can download podcasts of Jazz Inspired from iTunes or at TalkShoe.com. Our opening music was Airmail Special, and the mid-break music is a smooth one from my CD, High on Fats and Other Stuff. The closing music is Old Fashioned Love from my CD trio. I'm on piano with my Cashem on sax and Chris Flory on guitar. For a schedule of upcoming programs, to sign up for our email newsletter, or to find out how you can personally support Jazz Inspired, visit our website at jazzinspired.com. You can email us at info at jazzinspired.com or visit us on Facebook and Twitter. 
Judy Carmichael's Jazz Inspired is made possible with generous support from our listeners and from Steinway and Sons and Sag Harbor Florist. Visit sagharborflorist.net. Additional support is provided by the American Hotel in Sag Harbor, New York. Learn more at theamericanhotel.com. And special thanks to Blake Smith and all those great people at the Clayton Center for the Arts.